Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Island Spot Sports. And before we get to our guest today, we have a big shout out for, for Living Sisu. Living Sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport. Their main objective is to activate your lifestyle. So for active, it's for active people. Enjoy discounts at, at companies like BioSteel, 30% off, BodyLogics, the Goalie Guild, all his books are discounted. Roan, Lululemon for men, 20% off. Online stretching programs with Eccentrics, one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun. And it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm a part of it. A bunch of other athletes are a part of it. So it's free to join. It takes 20 seconds to have it, to get exclusive offers to your sport. And it's definitely worth worth it. So do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living Sisu's membership. It's free, 20 takes 20 seconds. So go do it and we'll see you there. Living Sisu is a great company. We uh we know one of the co-founders, Zach Fricali. He's a great guy. He uh He's the co-founder and he does a lot of live streams on Instagram at, uh, at Living Sisu and with a bunch of elite athletes. And you learn a lot from like the athlete's determination, the resiliency, everything to what me, made them become successful. So it's been a great experience so far. So go on. I'm going to leave uh, the link in the description. So uh, go sign up. Yo, welcome back to another episode of On the Spot Sports. I'm Jack, and in today's episode, we are joined by a very special guest, current professional goaltender Zach Quinn. Zach is currently playing the SBHL with the Birmingham Bulls in his first official year pro. You had a stint in Peoria early or late last year. So you've played, you also played four years of college hockey with University of Wisconsin River Falls. Spent two years playing junior hockey in the North American Hockey League in the Nall. So this is going to be a fun interview, Zach. So welcome to the show, Zach Quinn. Thank you. Uh, excited to be on here and talk about my experiences. Um, so let's get after it. Yeah, for sure. So to start things off, like how have you been? Like you were playing with Carolina but earlier in the season, then you just recently got called up to SPHL to Birmingham Bulls. Like how is everything going with that? Uh, it's going good, you know. Um, actually, before Carolina, I was in Danbury, um, and then they got the news that their season wasn't going to start, so I was loaned to Carolina. Was down there for three or four weeks, I think. Got a couple games in, and then um, was one of the lucky guys here this year to get called up to the SP and be able to play. Yeah, that that's unreal. So, like, how how did how did the season go for you this year, especially with like, since it's like a crazy year, since like you're lucky to play games whenever you can, since games can be canceled, postponed anytime. So, like, how was the season for you so far? Um, season good. Both or besides the Danbury thing, um, Carolina, they got all their games in when I was down there, or they haven't had one canceled yet. Um, and then Birmingham, uh, I got here Monday of last week and I played all three games this past weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, um, it's going, we're, we're all taking our precautions, um, here at, in Birmingham 
in Carolina, people are taking their precautions seriously. And that's what you have to do this year. I mean, if you're not, if you're, if you're being a little lax on it, then that's where you could probably get into trouble in the season. Games could get canceled. You just never know right now. Yeah, for sure. It's like how, how difficult is playing pro hockey this year, especially with like all the restrictions and everything. Like you can't really do anything besides go to the rink and maybe go to the store to get like essentials. Like what has this year been like with all the restrictions and everything? Um, you know, it's, it's just tough because guys like in a normal season, they like to go out, like go to restaurants, go after a game, maybe you go out to and have a beer or something like that to just release some stress in it. Um, so this year it's, it's just tough. A lot of guys don't have that stress reliever what they typically could do. Um, so it, it, it is a, a tough thing, but guys, I mean, when you start getting into pro hockey or high end college hockey, people adapt, you adapt and you find maybe something that works better for you. And um that's that's what I had to do I was a guy who would I would like to go maybe go out and I would have a beer or something to just relax after a game talk it over with some of the guys if my parents were in town I would talk to them um but obviously with this year you you just go back to the apartments that you live at and you hang out with the guys um if they want to go out or if they want to go to a different apartment or something if not you just kind of just sit in your your own apartment with your roommates and you talk it out yeah, for sure. It's definitely a tough time, especially with like everything going on, like all the restrictions, but just staying at home right, in your apartment probably helps you recover the body a little bit more, especially since that's pretty much all you can do is just relax at home and just recover and, and like maybe play some video games with the boys, like talk, talk to the boys, like hang out. Like those are, those are at least times that you can rely on during all those times that could be stressful. Yeah, I actually just bought a little massage gun. Uh, just came in today. Uh, so I was laying in bed. I haven't played a three and three in probably seven years, maybe something like that. So this past weekend, my body took a little beating. So I, I, I got a little massage gun and I was just laying in bed. I was hitting my hips, my groin, hamstrings, all that stuff with it. So it's nice to be able to just come back to the apartment and relax. And yeah, it's a sucky time because it's not normal and this year is like you said the restrictions but like you said it's it's helping guys get to come home relax more yeah exactly so like going on to the season a little bit here uh like what were, what were some of the things that you learned especially from like getting called up from the fed to the sb and like playing playing games and going right into a three and three like you said like what have been some of the things you had to learn from getting called up and applying it right away to your game? Um, definitely that, like I said, you got to adapt right away. Like um, obviously being in the Fed, it's a different, different league, different things happen, different style for sure. Um, a lot of, a lot of shots from the outside in the, in the Fed, I would say. Um, and then getting the call up here. Um, definitely the first practice, you can see a change in pace, uh, change in shots, change in shot selection. A guy's going to hold the puck a little bit longer, try to make you bite, see how patient you are. And then um, that all translates into the three and three, 
this past weekend. Uh, definitely the first game, not a lot of shots. I think I had, there was like 27, I think, but grade A's were um, definitely a bigger factor in this league because, like I said, guys just a lot smarter. They're quicker. Um, but other than that, off the ice, um, I would say guys take care of themselves a pretty well in this league too. Um, a lot of ice baths, a lot of stretching, um, rolling out. Uh, not saying that doesn't happen in the Fed either, but definitely you can see the difference in, uh, in the way guys handle themselves. Yeah, for sure. It's like going into uh, like practices a little bit, like when you first got called up, like how long did it take you to adjust to everything? Because I'm guessing the guys shoot a little bit harder, the game's a little bit faster. Like every step of the way, it goes keep that like intensity goes up a level. So like, how do you how are you able to keep up with it with them? And just how long is it able? Are you how long does it take to adjust to all that? Um, I was actually lucky. I would say when I was in Danbury and then in Carolina, I mean, those are two of the best teams in the league, I would say. So you have some guys down there that can rip the puck, that can shoot it. And then getting up here, like it, it's a change, but you don't really notice the shot, the hardness of the shot selection or like shooting the puck. It's like I was saying, like a guy can change his angle just a little bit faster or shoot in stride a little bit better. Um, it probably took me a, a, a couple shots, maybe uh, five minutes, 10 minutes to actually get comfortable in the net. I mean, like, like you get called up, you're nervous. Like um, when I got called up, I was the only goalie. So um, practices were, or practice was a little tough that day as being the only goalie. But uh, I would say it's playing in Danbury and Carolina definitely helped me um, with shots and stuff like that just because those those are two of the best teams best guys probably in that league are on those two teams yeah for sure like it's always nice like facing those high quality shots like you said and just especially since they're arguably the two best teams in the league like you have guys that can rip it and like and then it makes that easy that step up easier like I've learned that just from shooting around with guys from different leagues and like when I practice and like you can definitely tell the difference and like it's easier to adjust when you have those guys that are just coming in, like shooting it, like ripping it at you. And like, you've already took shots like that. So it's a little bit easier to transition than just get thrown in the fire without any warning at all. Yeah. Um, guys here in Birmingham too. And, and I guess Carolina, they were all good at like warm up shots. Um, nothing like guys coming down to the hash marks or ripping them high or anything like that. Like, so definitely when you get those warm-up shots in, you start feeling a little bit more comfortable instead of just hopping right in and a guy comes down and takes a clapper from the bottom hash right at your head. So, which is, I mean, there's guys out there that probably do that. And as a goalie, it sucks, but it's our job. So. Yeah, that, that is true. And it, it does, it sucks when that, when that happens, like your first shot you take, it's already ripped at your head. You're like, holy smokes like is this game going to be like the or practice going to be like this the entire time but then like once you get like guys shooting low and like getting you warmed up like it's a whole lot better and like starting to feel the puck for sure yeah i i'm not if if a guy if it's a warm-ups and i get a headshot I, i'm i'm pretty upset but like if it's a normal practice drill we're 
25 minutes in and a guy rips it and it hits me in the head. Like, I'm not going to be mad. I mean, like you're a goalie. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. You're going to like keep, keep the shot down, but like you're a goalie. It happens. Just like you let in a bad goal. Sometimes the, the forward in practice is going to come down and yeah, he throws a shot and it hits a bump or something and comes up, hits you in the head. I mean, you just gotta, just gotta take it. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's no way around it, especially as a goalie, like you're, it's going to happen. So you just gotta roll with the punches and, I guess take it because that's you're, you. You got to stop the puck. Yeah, can't can't complain about it. You're the one that put yourself in the gear, so exactly. So like going into a little bit here, like what some something else you learned, like what has been like some of the things that you had you took notice to be successful in the long run for like years to come, especially after this season. Like what what are you, what did you learn? What are you gonna do to help yourself become? more successful each and every year you play? Uh, so like I was saying earlier, definitely like treat your body right. That's, I I mean, like I do my stretching, I do all that stuff. Like I, I, I do my hand eye, um, but you think you might be stretching enough. You think you might be tracking a golf ball off the wall or tennis ball, whatever you're using, rolling out enough, using the massage gun, ice bath, but you can always do more. Like there's, there's never not enough, I would say, stretching um, within like a like spread out, maybe within a certain time frame. Like you don't want to overstretch yourself, but just stretching throughout the day, like waking up in the morning, doing a little stretch sometime before practice. And then just if you're at home at night, like I sit in bed sometimes and I just go down, touch my toes a little bit. Uh, I'll do some butterflies to keep the, the hips and groins. Um, but yeah, definitely treating the body right. Definitely eating better too. I've been trying to do that. Get getting more protein, more more carbs instead of uh I, I was sadly I, I do eat fast food quite a bit. So that's one thing that uh you definitely need to cut down on if you're wanting to keep making your way up the ladder of leagues. So that's one thing I've learned. Yeah, for sure. And just like hips and groins, like that's an essential part of being a goalie. Like if you like you got to like your hips and groins have to be at the best that they can, especially since like the butterfly is such a weird position that like, your body's not used to. And like it and like especially with like treating the body right, like you got to like treat your body like at, at the best you can to perform at the best you can and perform at that elite level. So you just got to do what you got to do to stay prepared and stay ready for whenever, whenever your shot comes, I guess. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely weird. Cause like times that I don't, or that, you know, you're not starting or something like that, you might take off like stretching or something like that. But I've, I've learned definitely just these past couple of weeks, like playing pro hockey, like you, you'll be like watching a goalie partner and he's, he's doing his full game day, like get, get ready stuff and he's not even playing and like you come you get called up and you you see that like you see a guy when you're doing your warm-up shots or something and you look over he's doing his like full stretching like stretching is such a huge part um as a goalie nowadays like you, you have to be flexible you have to be mobile um it, it's it's something that i i take serious uh definitely now that I'm playing pro hockey and I saw it last year um, 
when I was when I got called up to Peoria, um, Levy took it very serious, his stretching and stuff like that. So if you see someone like that doing it, you just want to follow in that guy's footsteps. And he's a good goalie. He was a good goalie partner when I was up there. And then going into this year, that's how what I started to do. Just started stretching more. And my body's pretty good. It's it's pretty pretty good. But the three and three definitely shows that your hips, knees, groins, like it's still a body part, so it's gonna get sore. Yeah, for sure. Just you you learn from that. Like you learn that you need to do more, like especially with it with that three and three. So next three and three, maybe your hips, legs, everything feels a little bit better than than the first time around. So that's a, that's a, also a good learning curve, especially from like what you learned this past weekend. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the three and three shows a lot. Like, I mean, you can go on with the three and three. Like I like I said, stretching, hydration is big since we're playing down in the south. Like, rinks get extremely hot, and you're you're sweating constantly. It's so just just treating the body overall like better is something that I've learned and that needs to be taken more serious. Not that I didn't take it serious. It's just that there's another level to go to. And I learned that. Yeah, for sure. So going into like your, your game day a little bit here, like what's a, a game day? Like what, what do you do before a game day to get ready for a game in the, in the life of Zach Quinn? Ah, uh, so I'm a, I like getting up early anyway. So I'm like an, I mean, early, early for me, 8 a.m. I get up, I'll, I'll jump in the shower. Um, and then I'll go and get some Dunkin' or some, some kind of coffee, uh, coffee and a bagel. Um, if it's a coffee like shop, like uh, what was downtown one or Dunkin' Donuts or something like that, uh, I'll definitely go there, get a coffee and a bagel. And then I'm at the rink right after that and I'll do some visualization I'll close my eyes um do a little golf ball off the wall stuff and then we got pre-game so pre-game's nice guys come out just they're there for you so it's that's really nice right in your glove blocker chest make you feel amazing and then um off the ice and then I'm I'm doing a little stretch and I go back and I'll get probably get back around 11 i'll eat lunch at like 12 which is like a meatball sub or something like that um then i take a nap from three to four right away i'm back at the rink and i'm stretching rolling out and then that's when i start my visualization again um i'll golf off the wall and i'll just go sit in my my little stall and close my eyes and just think about plays that could happen um so I'm a big visual visualization guy. I feel like if you think it, um, then you're going to do it. If you believe that you can do it, then you can do it. So that's, that's pretty much my game day thing. And then I get on the ice and my warmups are quick. The guys here in Birmingham actually make fun of me for it. Cause uh, I take like three or four shots per, per warmup drill. And then I'm out. That's just, just quick three, four, and then I'm out. And they were giving me, they were making some jokes the other day about it, but it's all fun in games. Yeah, for sure. Just gotta get, just gotta get, uh, got gotta get in the zone right away, and then hop out, and then hop back in for three, four more, and just, just gotta do whatever, whatever you can to get your, get yourself right for the game. Yeah, I, I've always been that way. I, three, four. Um, I just feel like if I overdo it, then I'm like, 
I don't know. I just don't like getting gassed during warm-ups. I mean, I probably wouldn't. It's just now it's just a natural thing. If I go, I, just, I like going to each side. Like if someone shoots two glove, two blocker, I'm out right away. It's just, I don't know. It's just a natural thing for me now. Yeah, the the games are where you're uh, where you get gas, not not the warm ups. Yeah, yeah, we don't need we don't need to be getting gas in warm ups. Yeah, exactly. So I want to go into your junior career a little bit here. You played in in Alaska for the Kennedy River Brown Bears. Like, what was the process like to find that to find Kennedy River and and the Nall? Like, did you attend like the main camp there? Did you get a tryout? Like, what was the process like to get there? Yeah, so. Um, I, at that time, I was 19. I've only, I was only goalie for five years. I started goalie when I was 14. Um, so I was a late start for being a goalie in general or overall. Um, but I played double A and then I got one year triple A at CompuWare. And uh, throughout the year, I mean, I didn't know what juniors was. I had no idea like growing up or anything like that. And then I got an email one time for like an NA3 team I think um I, I can't really remember but so then I started looking into it and I was I went to uh the NAL website and I saw that Corpus Christi had tryouts um uh the Minnesota Wilderness or yeah Wilderness was a new team uh the Austin Bruins and there was one more and I did all their pre-camp pre-draft camps and I was like oh this is gonna be sick um so I went to a lot of those and uh, obviously I would cut from every single one of them. And like a couple of weeks before Kenai's main camp, they just messaged me and they were like, yeah, we saw you uh, at a different tryout. Like you're more than welcome to come out. Uh, we have two returning goalies. Um, and then the guy, Jeff Beauparlant, he was a new coach. So um, he, uh, they were just like, yeah, we have two returning goalies. Come on out. So I did. and. Uh, I, I made the team. I beat one of the one of the kids out, and then another kid beat the other returner out. Um, so it, it was just a. I was lucky enough to have a coach at another camp, and he saw me. Yeah, for sure. It's like you got you got the opportunity opportunity to get to go into this camp and then get a shot to actually play some games where you played forty one games your first year of juniors in the Nall. So like what was it like getting that shot to play in the Nall and like actually get like a lot of games and be the starter there um yeah it was uh going into it um there's another goalie Chris Oldham he was he's drafted by the Lightning uh he just signed in the coast um but he was a great goalie so like no one really knew what was going to happen um and he was still, he was young at the time uh, when he was playing Kenai. Uh, and we both played against Fairbanks the first weekend. <clears throat> and then the next weekend was the showcase. And I was one of the, I think I was the only goalie to go 4-0 that weekend. And kind of just rode that from there. They, they were, they felt confident in me and, uh, I believed in the team and everything that we had there. Uh, we went through a stretch where it definitely wasn't going our way, but they, they believed in me and I believed in them. And uh, that's all I could ask for, especially just a random kid that they invited to a main camp that they really 
never saw before. So um, I, I always appreciate what they did for me and getting me to where I am now, basically. Yeah, that's unreal. Like how you were just a guy going to the main camp and you're, you're, you're the starter for them then. And just uh, how important was it for you to play as many games as you can, especially to help your development with going into then following year of juniors and going into college? Um, I mean, it obviously helped. I'm trying to think back on it. Um, I just, I'm looking back at it. I think I was just having fun. Like it, I didn't really think about, I mean, everyone wants to go play D one and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, you're thinking about it, but I just like going out there, having fun. I just like playing. That's all I came down to. And, um, I obviously developed a lot of more or developed skills that I didn't have before. Um, but yeah, I was just going out there having fun and I let my play kind of do the talking for me and uh, it, it did um, my first year. So that, that was good. That was nice. Yeah, for sure. And then the following season, you still played for Kenai River before you got you got traded Wenatch Wenatchee Wild during that season, too. So, like, what was it like for a young Zach getting traded to a new team? Um. Yeah, definitely. That was my first, uh, first and only experience of being traded. Thank, thank, thank God. Um, I know a lot of guys who they, they get traded a lot, but uh, <clears throat> it's something that definitely helped me mature more because you're in a comfortable spot. You're going back to a team where you just started, like you said, 41 games or something like that. Like, um, and I, I definitely got complacent that summer I, I took training not serious I, I just worked um so definitely the start of that season was my fault and um when I got traded it kind of kind of showed that like it's not a this it's a business and that that kind of it came down to it right then and there like I I have to I have to get going right away so I got traded um to Wenatchee and it was a, that was the best experience, experience I ever had in junior hockey. I mean, I loved Kenai, um, but the organization wise was way different, uh, the way they treated people. Um, so, uh, the guys welcomed me in Wenatchee with open arms. Uh, the coaching staff was great there. Um, the city was fantastic. The fans, they still, some fans still watch me play to this day, um, from, from both teams, from juniors. So <clears throat> it's, it's a fun thing to play juniors. And yeah, it sucks that someone that you got to get traded, but uh, it definitely matured me and uh, helped me out a lot, especially actually going into college. Like you don't know anybody going into college. So that was a, that was a, a learning curve. Yeah, for sure. So like, what was like your overall experience? Like you said, you had a ton of fun. Like you're, you had the best time of juniors in Wenatchee. So what was it like going to Wenatchee and playing in that city and getting, getting so many reps too? Cause you played a lot during that season as well. Um, yeah, definitely my second year, you felt the pressure of uh, wanting to go play college hockey, like, and you're wanting to be a D1 athlete. That's like, that's all kids think about nowadays is D1, D1. It's the best. So like, 
uh, getting traded there. <clears throat> Definitely on the, it's on the West Coast, so it kind of it, it kind of stinks because there's not a lot lot of West Coast college hockey teams. But going there, city was awesome. It's, it's in like a bowl of mountain of a mountain, so it's like in a nice little bowl. Um, small city fans are fantastic. I mean, they were three three to four thousand um, on a Friday Saturday. Um, I mean, even on a Sunday, you would probably get like 1,500 to 2,000. Like it was great. And then, yeah, just going in and playing, still getting those reps in. Um, you don't, you don't really think about it. I'm not a person who like, I, I want to be in the net. I want all the reps I can get. Um, but at the time I'm not really like thinking about it. Like, Oh, I'm getting all these reps. This is fantastic. Like, I'm just, like I said, I was just out there having fun and that's, that's what it comes down to. You, you can't stress yourself about all the outside factors or what's happening. Just go out there, have fun. That's all it comes down to is if you're having fun, then you're going to do what's right. Yeah, for sure. So like talking about like the pressure that you face about like going into college hockey, like did you, did you like just think about the present and just be in the moment for like juniors or did you like actually like start thinking about like colleges the season went on or like how did you handle that pressure uh I just went about my business I I just played um I knew that the coaching staff and went at you were were going to help me they were they were trying their best I knew that my play was going to help me um I, I can't remember <clears throat> what it was but I think my dad told me one time, he's like, yeah, once you got traded, um, you were like one of the top goalies in the league for like, once you got traded. And I, I knew that going throughout the season that my play would help me. Um, and it's not, when actually was a good team when I was there, so that it didn't affect me that much, but um, if you're good enough, teams will find you. They'll know who you are. Um, and that's how I always looked at it, especially being on the West coast and majority of the schools are Midwest East coast teams. So I always looked at it as like, if you're good enough, you're playing well, the team's going to find you. Yeah, for sure. So then you go on to play college hockey, you play at university, <clears throat> Wisconsin, river falls. It's like, what was the process to find UW river falls and like make, make uh, UW river falls a school that you would go for four years and play college hockey and enjoy getting an, ed an education there. Um, so the process for them was, I was supposed to go to UAA, University of Alaska Anchorage. <clears throat> um, I committed there and I didn't pass the NCAA clearinghouse for, uh, high school grades. So, um, I was supposed to sit out a season and go back to UAA. Um, and then they told me in January or something like that, that they weren't going to bring me back. So the only school that called me was uh, River Falls. They, uh, they, were, they were very consistent on calling um, and it just showed uh, that they wanted me. And I think it was February, maybe. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna come there next year. I didn't see the school. I didn't know anything about them. Um, a kid on Wenatchee played at River Falls, but um, never really talked about the school or anything like that. I didn't didn't really look at it. Um, I just wanted to play and they were the one school that gave me the thought, the choice or the, the chance to play. So I went with them. 
Yeah. So going into your first college season, did you have like any expectations or are you just like, you're just going to go with the flow and see what happens from there? Uh, I mean, expectations were that I wanted to play every single game. Um, uh, and cause you do, when you get to D3, like a lot of kids, they, they're like, okay, this is my final four years. Like we want to play as much as we can. <clears throat> and that's what I was thinking. So <clears throat> I got there and uh, I didn't play the first four games. And then uh, the fifth game, they put me in and I just, I wrote it the rest of the way uh, for the rest of the four years I was there. Yeah. So like, what was that transition like going from the null to play NCAA D- division three hockey? Um, well, I took a year off in between. So that kind of, that kind of hurt a little bit, but, uh, <clears throat> D3 hockey is, it's no joke anymore. You're it's getting better and better every single year with, uh, a lot of kids on the bubble of uh, D1, D3. Um, so the taking the year off kind of hurt me a little bit, um, but it, it comes back naturally. And that's what happened. It just, I kind of was, I just went in there with, I want to play. I want to be the guy. Um, it didn't happen right away. And then I was thrown in there and, you're just once you if you're thrown into a situation you're going to do everything you can to keep it and that's kind of what I did I was thrown in and I just rode the wave that I was on and uh definitely it's definitely a change too because then juniors are playing guys who are the oldest is 21 and most of the time in the null when I was they were still an older league in the null when I was there so you're 17, 18, 19, and then a lot of agers, 20 bombs, age out guys. Um, but then you get to college. I mean, you're facing men. There's guys who are 25. Um, so it's definitely a different experience once you get in there as a freshman, even though you're 21. I mean, there's a difference from a 21 year old freshman to a 25 year old senior who's been working out at college for the last four years. But, uh, it definitely was a just kind of I rode the wave that I was thrown at that was thrown at me in my freshman year. That's unreal that you were able to just go with the wave and just especially that first year, like you said, you missed you didn't play the first four and then you played the rest of the season after that. So you played in like 22 games and like you put up a 1.9 goals against average. So like what helped you be so successful? throughout your first year of college hockey and put up some, some stellar numbers as well as like make a name for yourself in college. Um, definitely playing some of the best teams in the country. I mean, the WIAC you have point Eau Claire, um, Superior is, was great. Uh, my junior and senior year, they were coming around, um, stout, us and then Northland came in my senior year, but <clears throat> you get to play Point and Eau Claire two times from my freshman and junior year. And then my senior year, you played them three times. Like there's some of the best teams and just playing that high pace, um, those highly skilled players, it definitely helps out a lot. And playing for a team like River Falls where you have, I mean, River Falls was a powerhouse before my freshman year. Um, 
And a lot of those guys were the same situation I was in. They didn't pass the clearing house or they were bubble guys on a D1 at a D1 level. So like, it, it wasn't like it was a bad team or bad league. Like it was, it's a good league and playing, getting shots every single day from skilled guys and going and playing uh, definitely helps you and makes you feel confident. And that's what happened my freshman year. I, the guys are in front of me playing well. Um, those numbers just aren't a goalie thing. Um, they're definitely a team thing. So that helped out a lot that they were playing in front of me, but uh, just got my confidence going. It, it took me a few games, um, but once you get that confidence and you're, you're just always out at the top of your crease, you're seeing the puck, it's like a puck just hits you. And it's not like an enormous, in any other day or year, it's just going to go right over your shoulder. But for some reason, my freshman year, it would just hit me right in my shoulder and go wide or bounce over a stick or something like that. Like, so uh, you just got your, just got the confidence going my freshman year. Yeah, for sure. It's like, what was, what was some of the biggest things that you had to learn throughout your college career, especially like going into like your pro pro days, like after, after your senior year, like dirt to help develop those, those like things that you had to learn throughout, throughout the four years of college. Um, I wasn't a big, I'm, I'm still not a big gym guy, but, uh, definitely strength overall, like your overall strength is something that you need. Um, especially when you start getting up into this pro league, like, uh, the leagues are faster again, like I was saying, like the WIAC, it was a fast league. So you have to be stronger to make those pushes across. You have to be stronger to be able to hold your post. You have to be stronger just overall, mentally, physically, uh, emotionally. Um, so that was something that was a huge factor, especially the mentally and emotionally part. Cause like in juniors, you can show emotion. You can get pissed off and slam your stick or something. Like in college, like you show that, teams are going to know that the next time you get one on him, he's, you're going to get you're, he's going to start getting mad or something like that. So definitely learn that over my, the course of my, my four years at River Falls and now um, playing pro is mentally, emotionally, and physically um, being strong. Yeah, absolutely. So going into like your mindset a little bit here, like, you're playing in a fast league, so, like, I'm guessing, like, games don't always go your way during those during those seasons, those games. Like, what what would you do to help yourself stay, stay positive, especially when things might not be going your way, like you're giving up a bad goal that you shouldn't have or your team is just not playing well and or you're not playing well? Like, what do you do to help, your, help yourself stay motivated and stay positive in the mind especially? Um. I'm a, I'm, I'm a simple guy. I like playing juniors. If I got scored on, I would just kind of like look down and that's all I would do is just look at the ice. Like I wouldn't look at fans cheering or <clears throat> guys going through the line and giving high fives. If I got scored on, um, uh, junior or college, I started to, if I got scored on, I would just kind of take a deep breath. Um, kind of just like, I changed a little bit. I would look around, just accept the atmosphere that I'm in. Like, don't let it bother me. Um, and then 
going into pro this year, I started uh, to stay focused and just mental, mentally strong. Like if there's a whistle before each, each puck drop or something like that, I would just tell myself, I'll be like, stay focused, stay calm and see the puck. That's all. If I do that, I'm fine. So um, in between or every whistle, every other whistle, something, if I'm feeling like I'm drifting out or not always not focus completely i'll just be like stay focused stay calm see the puck that's all that's all it comes down to yeah that that's a great mindset to have especially like you just got to stay focused at all times because if you're not focused the next thing you know a puck ends up in the back of your net and that's the worst feeling or maybe you miss something miss a quick play tic-tac-toe play that ends up in the back of the net like especially just staying focused like definitely helps you and like have have those like keywords to bring yourself back in check especially when things don't go right like that I, I find that that's super important as a goalie yeah I mean everyone goalies are weird you talk to yourself um and you talk to yourself for good reasons it's not like you're just down there talking to yourself it's because <clears throat> you have to you're down there all alone you're if you're just sitting down there not doing anything you lose focus. You're just, you miss, like you said, you missed something. And um, you did, at, at the higher leagues you go, you just can't, you can't have that split second <clears throat> of losing focus. Yeah. You're, you're a loner down there. So you got to find some way to, to help yourself stay, stay motivated and stay, stay into the game, especially when the puck's all the way at the other end of the ice surface. Yeah. I wish I could go to the bench and just sit there and talk to the guys for 30 seconds just get a nice little laugh just, in just chat with the boys for a little bit there yeah see how they're see how their night's going yeah if only we could do that that'd be uh that'd be awesome yeah so going into your uh like overall like your four years like you play in 20 plus games like every season so like you got in a ton of reps ton of practice i'm a ton of game situations so like how important was it for you to see all those games and like especially help you to pursue a pro career after your senior year yeah definitely it's different looking at it from juniors uh with all the reps <clears throat> you get into college because if you look at a junior schedule it's 60 games plus playoffs or whatever it is um college they cut that in half almost 27 games maybe and then if you're lucky enough you get 34 or whatever if you make the tournament or something or you get an extra tournament at Christmas or something like that um so definitely note my freshman year I knew I wanted to play uh I wanted to continue to play after four years right away um I never had the doubt that I wouldn't go out or go on and play or I never had someone tell me that um, you shouldn't do that. I was always, I always had a good support system in college um, for my family. So uh, getting the reps in of 20 games, 22, uh, I don't even know how many else. Um, I mean, in four years, I played uh, still not as much as I played in juniors. I don't think, I, I don't know how much exactly I played in juniors, but uh, my four years of college, I still played less than I played in two years of junior hockey so um every time you're on the ice in college um at, a, at the d3 level with the little amount of games that you get you have to take it serious and uh 
that's something that going back is what I learned my freshman year is you can't take a day off in college because you lose to a team you're not supposed to. Um, it hurts your chances of making the tourney uh, bad. Like I, I was never lucky enough to make the tourney. Um, the YX didn't have an automatic bid. So if you won, you didn't go on. Um, I didn't win when I was there anyways, uh, the YAC, but um, definitely losing to, we lost to some teams that we weren't supposed to lose to um, my freshman year. And uh, that definitely hurt our chances. And it, it just kind of dampers the mindset of the guys on the team. And you know, you're supposed to win and you don't, and you have that small of a season. So taking everything serious um, and D3 right from the get-go is something that I learned and I getting all the reps I could get was big. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great thing to, that you learn throughout college, especially to take it into pro and after that. So like after your senior year at UW River Falls, you decided to go pro where you got a stint with the Peoria Riverman in the SPHL in the Southern Professional Hockey League before the Senate season ended up being canceled. Like, what was that first taste of pro hockey like in finding a team to play in for the Rivermen? Um, it was good. I, the Rivermen were, I mean, they're a class organization, um, top to bottom. They were the best team in the league in the SP last year. Um, so going in, I knew that I was going to be treated well. Um, I was going to have a team in front of me that, wanted to play that wanted to win and um I was told going in that I was going to get one game that weekend and I got it and I I played pretty pretty decent for uh my liking I, I mean I only had I think 18 shots or something like that um I was both goals were in the first period and I was I was pretty nervous I mean it, it, you do your best to shake the nerves out do your normal routine but getting your first pro start is something that not a lot of people can say that they've gotten um or that they've they had a chance to do so um I was a little nervous uh but the guys in front of me in Peoria and the coaching staff there came into the locker room in between the first and the second and they said he's going to keep doing his job We'll save the pucks from here on out, and that's what I did. And we ended up winning three to two. Yeah, that's awesome. So you got in your first game, you got your first pro win. So what was that feeling like after the buzzer went off, after that three two win, and you realizing that you got your first pro win? Um, it took a second to set in, um, because you hear that buzzer and you're just like, oh, it's just another game, like. You're just out there playing another game, <clears throat> having fun. And uh, it kind of hit me when uh, Levy brought the puck down to me. He, he skated down. He was the one guy to go grab it. He grabbed it and put it in my glove. And uh, my parents were there. So I tried finding them. Uh, and I just gave them a big smile. That's really all I could muster out was just a big smile. I mean, uh, I was always doubted growing up. Um, especially because I started goalie late and I only played double a hockey besides one year. Um, I was never really on the best junior teams, the, the best null teams at the time. Um, college never was on the best team. Um, so 
So just to be able to go out and prove people wrong and people who never believed in me or people who just secretly would say stuff behind my back, whatever it was, um, it was a huge accomplishment for me. And I, I just remember getting a big smile on my face and finding my parents in the crowd. It was an awesome experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome to hear. And just all the emotions that went through and like everything that went around it, like you were, you proved people wrong. You got your first pro win and now you're still playing pro hockey and like you're that that's just awesome. Just to see everything that you've gone through is just that that's incredible. And it's, it, I, it's a special feeling for sure. I would think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this year is the same way I was, uh, I was cut from or not released from an SB team before this, uh, before the season. Um, so there's, there's still a list of people that I have to prove wrong. I have a mental list um, and people get checked off when something good happens and the list is gross. Uh, it'll always grow. There's always someone out there who will doubt you or who has something to say, but all you have to do is prove them wrong. And once you do, you just check their name off and they, they know, they'll know when they mess up. And that's, that's a satisfying being satisfied. It's just a good feeling when they know they messed up and you get to just cross that name off and be like, that's their fault. Let's go down to the next guy. And then it just comes to the next thing to cross off is going to win, be winning a championship. And so if that happens, then there might be a list of people who their names get said. And I'll, I'll be like, these people, these people doubted me, but I proved them wrong. And that's what I'm out to do is prove people wrong. If I keep getting my chance, that's all I got. That's all I can ask for. Exactly. I, I love that mindset and everything that you just said there. So I have a few more questions for you before, before we end this awesome interview. So uh, do you have any tips for goaltenders looking to get to that next level? Um, definitely. Pro I mean, outside of hockey, take school serious. Um, that's something that, it did hurt me. Um, I was lucky enough to go play at a school and start at a school. Um, not a lot of people get that opportunity, but uh, definitely take school serious if you want to be an elite athlete and go play college. Um, nothing wrong with D3, like I said, but if you want to be a D1 player, you have to take school serious. Um, in general, take school serious. I mean, it's just not a hockey thing. Um, in hockey, I would say definitely just treat your body right, stretch, make sure you got your hand-eye going. Um, puck handling is, is becoming a big thing for goalies, getting behind the net, stopping it, setting it up. Um, I learned college is know which hand your defensemen are, and they're going to want to come and pick the puck up on their forehand, not their backhand. So that's one thing that I, uh, I learned in college. That would be a good tip to have with how much <clears throat> puck handling is coming into play. Yeah, that's a, that's a great tip. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, so my next question for you is what, what's your favorite pump up song? If you want to get like a little pump in before, before a game, uh, some pregame tunes, like what are you listening to? Oh man. Um, just any, any kind of EDM. I like Avicii. Um, my roomie in college was a, uh, a DJ. 
Um, I have two of them actually. So just any kind of EDM, um, not too hard though. I don't want to break my neck from, from the music. Um, but yeah, just, just some EDM music. It doesn't bother me. I don't, I'm not really picky. I, I, I have a playlist, but I probably haven't updated it in probably two years, three years. I don't know. I'm not, I don't really listen to music, um, outside of hockey, but my playlist has been the same for a long time. Yeah, for sure. I, I love that. I love what you're listening to there. So, uh, my final question for you, for you is like, what is, has been your favorite hockey moment so far in your entire hockey career? Um, my entire hockey career, I would probably, besides my first pro win, because since we already talked about that one, um, I'll probably say when my team won state championships in 2008, it was my first year of being a legit goalie. Um, I was a goalie the year before, but uh, there's a lot of politics in it. I didn't play a single game, which was fine. I mean, I was first year goalie but I was also 13 at the time like could have gave me a shot um but now 14 um my team was uh state champs we went to nationals and we ended up losing a national championship game but definitely winning state was a huge accomplishment for me and I'll never forget that I still talk to some of the guys majority of the guys this day to this day it was one of the best things in the world that that's awesome to hear besides losing in the in the natty natty championship but hey you, you you get a learning experience from that but you got you got a state champ in your in your uh in your way now so that's that's fantastic but uh zach this has been so much fun thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate your time i want to wish you the best of luck going forward this season i look forward to following your career the rest of the way yeah, thank you for having me. It was a blast. Uh, my first podcast or first interview, whatever. Let's go. Um, little was a little nervous at the beginning, but uh, I settled down. It was fun. Yeah, for sure.